We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. We're here. What up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Corner Podcast. We're recording this on Halloween night. Coming at you from Blue Wire Studios in the Wind Resort in Las Vegas. The old man, Andreas Hale, is on his way to New York for our Heroes Rock screening with Big E, the homie Johnny. They are doing big things out there. Make sure you guys show them your support on social media or wherever you may see them. Uh, it's Again, a great project, amazing project, so show your love for them. But that means I'm in studio, and today, you guys know him by now. If you don't, go listen to Veterans Minimum. Nick Dias here with me on the, on the desk, Blue Iron Studios. He's always hanging around, so it's great when he joins me. Um, again, check out his show, Veterans Minimum. It's If you're trying to bet, like, why would you go anywhere else? Like The man wins. Talk to him. Talk to him. <laughs> the man wins. He almost hit like an 18 parlay like a week ago that would have just changed life oh, <laughs> missed real. it by one team so uh if you need info this is the guy to know so now i was like cool i want to bring you guys three episodes this week so while i figure out the wrestling episode later in the week probably with producer cole baby i was like you know what nick help me out with the show he's like all right what are we gonna do i was like we're just gonna shoot the shit about halloween stuff and to me, I dress up every year with my wife. Every single year we have costumes, we go out, we do all this stuff. Uh, this year we went to Dre's nightclub because my crazy cousin L came into town, got a table at Dre's, and we did Pretty Woman this year. So uh, Richard Gere, uh, shout out to sex workers out there, supporting <laughs> the sex worker lifestyle uh, through costume. Uh, my wife was obviously... Um, Julia Roberts in this scenario. So she crushed that costume, did that already. Now you have to have a whole nother costume because Halloween is on a Tuesday. So uh, today, full out bundied out, Polk High, four touchdowns. If you don't know, now you know, legend here. So it's always weird when Halloween is, is split up kind of like this. But I always like to get in a little specialty show for the people, make sure they get their three shows. We're going to start this one off with. I think the hardest question of what I have prepared this week, horror movies, and I'm not the biggest horror movie guy, so I can be the voice of the casuals, which is great. 
Dre's like too nerdy for this shit. And he'll try to do like six or seven different movies. Like, nah, nah. You're too, you're too in depth. I'm in the like the casual space. So it's been a while. I wanted to do horror movie Mount Rushmore's. And again, producers in the booth, everybody, whoever wants to chime in, if you have your Mount Rushmore's, throw your hand up. I'll throw it to the booth. Make sure you guys chime in as well. What is your top four horror movies go-tos for you? Yo, so I'll be fully transparent. I'm not the biggest movie guy. Not a movie guy. Nah, not really, man. I get a lot of shit from my buddies. Like, I watched The Sandlot when I was 25. <laughs> so I'm, I'm 32 now. So, so you're, like, just, you're just late to the game. Yeah, I'm late to the game. I'm late to the game. However, I'll tell you this. I fucking love the Saw movies. Oh, okay. Yeah. Bro, I recently, and not I didn't even put two and two together. Like, two weeks ago, I went through all 10 of them. Wow. Like, I just, I love staying home. So if I have an excuse to, to like, stay home. Probably because you're working here all yeah, the time. Yeah, I'm either here on the jiu-jitsu <laughs> mat. It's one or the other. And, um, dude, I just, I watched the first one. I watched the second one. And then I was like, before you know it, it's midnight. I'm like, I'm going to keep watching them. So I recently just watched all 10 of them. And I didn't, I didn't watch after Saw 5. And, dude, I don't know. Like, I feel like the Saw movies have the same kind of aura and... Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like a, a polarizing conversation around them, like yeah. the Fast and Furious movies. Yeah, right? like some people are like, "Yo, fuck those movies, man! Why are they still? Why aren't they in space now? Like, what's going on?" I still like them. It's also yeah. been like a little tradition. My moms and I, we will go to the movie theater like every time a Fast and Furious movie comes out. So it's like a little like uh, mother son bonding. But I'm saying all this because, like, bro, the Saw movies, I think, are dope. Like, the concept of it and... Someone just said this recent one might have been the best one in the series. That one was sick. Yeah, the most recent one was fucking wild. Um, but I liked I liked all of them, dude. And, like, the cliffhanger at the end just makes it... Like, it validates the whole movie. And then you're like, oh, I got to see number six now. Yeah. <laughs> I got to see number seven now. And before you know it, you're like, fuck, when's the next one coming out? And, and yo, I remember, bro, I used to cut school with my buddies on the football team, and we would go and watch the Saw movies because it would always come out on Halloween, and it yep. was during the football season. So we would go, and uh, we would go watch the, the Saw movies. And we did it like three years in a row. And, uh, yeah, man, just Saw franchises. The Saw franchises for sure, dude. No, I can't even knock that. Like anything, I don't really like ghost movies. So, mm -hmm. like, you won't catch, like, too many ghost movies in my top four i would give my top four off of the movies that scared the shit out of me that's how i rate scary movies because there's some movies i like but maybe i wouldn't put them in the top four um the top four scariest to me nightmare on elm street like og freddy cougar was just mortifying to me. like can't fuck with freddy cougar at all then uh the exorcist original mm. also scary uh Ghost children are like always the scariest thing. Which also why the ring frightening. I always thought that this whole shit was a ploy because the the tape was real and they were just like, How do we get enough people to actually watch this and curse themselves? Oh, let's just put it out as a movie. So I was like, fuck, because you watch the movie and then eventually they show you the ring on the television screen, and it just flashes on your screen. I'm like, all right, that's it. I'm cursed. 
And then there's a point where the chick, like, crickety arms, like, fucks me up every time. And then Dre made me watch Ringu, which is, like, the Japanese version. I made it 30 minutes in. Scariest shit I've ever seen. <laughs> so those three. And then I would say the fourth one in terms of scary movies. I'm trying to pick, like, a more recent one. But I really don't watch too many recent joints. Everything else is, like, funny. I, I would say... The Hills Have Eyes mm. is up there because it's just real. Like, it looks real on some real, like, backcountry killer shit. Like, and I drive to Arizona all the time. And if I caught a flat tire, that's it, bro. Like, I'm AAA. I'm calling people like, yo, if I don't see you again, I'm sorry. <laughs> Dude, that's a, that's a wicked drive, man. I did that for the first time back in April. I went to my friend's wedding. She was getting married in Scottsdale. And uh, my friends got, the wedding was on a Friday. My friends got there Thursday night from New York. So we all grew up with her in, in, in New York. She lives in Arizona now. And I was telling my buddies, I was like, yo, I'll, I'll just drive there. You know, like I've never done that drive. I've heard it's pretty straightforward. It's nothing too difficult. And I let, it was after one of the corner nights. And uh, got out of here at around like 8, 8.30ish. And I'm like, ah, should I drive? I don't know. It was April. I was like, should I drive? I don't know. I was like, ah, I don't feel good to like drive right now. And I, I would rather do this drive during the daytime. Yeah. And then bro, I remember leaving at like eight in the morning and I'm driving. And at one point I'm like, bro, I haven't seen a street light for like, no. for like nine miles Yeah, doing this shit at nighttime in my Hyundai <laughs> with the lights barely functioning in the front with like 18 wheelers driving by you. I was like, nah, I'm good, man. I'm going to no. definitely pass on that. Yeah, yeah, no, that's scary shit ever. Um, fun Halloween movies. Well, I feel like you forgot Chucky didn't do it for you. Nah, I'm not scared of a doll. Like, I, I feel like... The dolls used to get me, bro. If we had to, and we had to get down to fisticuffs, I could hold my own against Chucky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If I had to. I feel that. That's like me being deathly scared of Hezbollah. <laughs> Just a quick little <laughs> sweet chin music. Yeah, you know? like... I, I Don't even need I to get the leg up that high. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and it wasn't like... He was overly like sorcery. Even mm. it's just a doll. Oh yeah. Okay. Like maybe because got like short legs, I can outrun you. That was the first movie I remember watching, like for Halloween when I was like super young. Yeah. And like dolls used to scare me. Clowns never like scared me, nah. but but the dolls I used to be like creeped out. Like I could watch it. Um, okay. Like Leprechaun never scared me. I thought that was funny. Uh, a lot of the Friday 13th movies I thought were funny because people were just like dumb in a lot of them. So, yeah, Chucky movies are just, they're just funny to me. Like, because yeah. he always caught someone slipping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it would just kill him in the funniest of ways. So I was just like, all right, like that didn't scare me. When stuff could be real, mm. it, it scares me. Like uh, Blair Witch Project, when that shit first dropped, and the rumors were that it was a real deal, like found footage movie. And it was all shaky cam and handheld. And like in New York, people were buying that shit on bootleg, like on the side of the street. So it was real shaky yeah. and weird color. And it was just like, yo, is this real? You bring up a good point. Like the Amityville movie. Yeah. Amityville Horror. Like that was, I remember driving by that crib often. Because my boy I was telling you about that's, a, that's in the music space. Yeah. He lives out there. <laughs> like he lives like very close by. And 
I'm not living next to that house. Yeah, you know, just the fact that you know that that was real. So I feel you on that. Like, the movies that are based on something true, yep. definitely, like, damn. You know what I'm saying? As opposed to Chucky. Yeah, it, just, it <laughs> so, stops you for a second, like, yo, this was real. Like, I was, uh, Silence of the Lambs is one of my favorite movies. Mm. I don't consider it horror. Right. I guess it's, like, suspense. But it's still, like, people like, oh, uh, Hannibal Lecter is one of the greatest horror villains or characters. I was like, it's not horror. Like, it, it's just a really good story. Yeah. And same thing with, like, The Shining. The ghost girls are fucking creepy. But outside of that, it's just, like, not, like, horror. Like, a horror movie where they actively do some, like, wild shit uh, to get you scared is, like, yeah, that's that's different. There's a movie that's horrible, and I know a lot of horror, like, people hate it, but it scared me forever. Uh, up until recently was Hostile. And I wouldn't travel overseas. Like, I didn't get a passport until I met my wife. So I was like, why? I'm not, I'm not going anywhere. Bro, I like, think you, that's you want to a- backpack to Europe? Why? I just saw someone get their kidneys stolen. Yeah. And they had to fucking manipulate themselves and lose a wrist and all this shit because these foreigners were betting on their organs. No, I'm not going over there. Bro, the amount of times that I've tried to book a trip with my friends and they'll want to save money and they're like, yo, let's do a hostel. I'm like, yo, I'm good, bro. I'm going to pay the extra $50. We stay <laughs> yeah. in a hotel or Airbnb. Yep. I'm good. I'm not going to rent someone's room in their house. Bunk beds. Yeah. I'm all right. I'll, I'll definitely take a rain check on that. Yeah. Bugging. I'm not staying in a hostel ever. Yeah. I'm good. Ever. I, uh, uh, my friend Kanisha, we just, I just talked to her like a week ago. Me and my wife were talking to her and she was like, Oh, yeah, like, I traveled all the time like this. Like, I stayed in hostels in different cities. She's like, I came to Vegas once, stayed in a hostel. I was like, I didn't even know we had hostels. Yeah. I'm never, <laughs> I'm never staying. It's anymore. just never been on your radar, so why even, why would you never. even know about it? Because I got to yeah. sleep next to a stranger. Yeah, yeah, I don't know you. I'm not sleeping. That's the problem. I got to sleep with one eye open. Like, nah, nah, that's just not cool. Hostels are too to bad. Hostels. You've been to a hostel? Yeah, in Colombia, actually. But you got to get your own room if you get a hostel. Nah, that defeats the purpose of having a hostel. I get what you're saying, but they had, like, it was kind of like a bougier hostel. So something where, like, they give you, like, itineraries to go to and everything like that. And you can share a room with one of the homies. But them different type, like, the hostels where you just, like, get a bed. Yeah, I yeah. think I think you're tripping if you do that. Yeah, nah. Yeah. That's how I can I can legit tell. Someone's never been to jail. Like, <laughs> like, you think this shit is cute. No, no, no. You ain't never spent a night in jail just on some dumb shit, huh? Like, because that's like a forced hostel. And you will never want to be in a room in a bunk bed with a stranger ever again. Nope. Like, I'm, I'm convinced. Hell no. Never, never in my life. And now I'm too grown. Like, that's some shit you do in like your early 20s. Yo, bro, hold on. I mean, it's appropriate. That's why I feel like sharing it, but. During the pandemic, like maybe like early 2021, it was like the first time that New York City like got popping again. We went out to this like music event that was, I called it like karaoke on PDs because everyone there could actually sing. And like people were auditioning for like, uh, oh, my vocals to be used on a EDM song and shit like that. So Long story short, my friend and I met these two girls that were visiting from Nashville. And they're like, oh, come back to our place, whatever. We're staying uh, at an air. They said it was an Airbnb. 
Bro, it wasn't. It was a hostel. <laughs> so it's in like Bed-Stuy, Brooklyn. We fucking get there and like we walk into the apartment and, and there's like three bedrooms and like the doors are all closed. And I was like, oh, all right, you know, probably rented out a house. And then, yo, I go to like get water in the middle of the night and there's just like dudes chilling on the fucking couch in the living room. And I'm like, oh, yo, what's up, man? Oh, we're just in the back room. I go back into the, the room and I tell the guy, I was like, yo, there's strangers in here. Like, you know? <laughs> She's like, oh, yeah, everyone just rents out a room here. And that was the first time that I knew about hostels in, like, New York City. I never knew that was a thing either. I thought that shit was only overseas. I told my friend, I was like, yo, we need to get out of here, bro, because this shit is wicked. Like, who the fuck are these people? Like, yeah. What is happening? Living like it's fucking Hey Arnold. Yeah. Like, it's yeah, just a bunch just of like strangers that, sharing one bathroom. Yo, it was wild, and I couldn't believe it. In my mind, I was just like, this is just crazy. People are fucking cooking eggs. Like, it's like, <laughs> like five you don't even know. Like, yeah, just <laughs> no. They didn't know them either. Yeah. I was like, yo, what is happening? Is it really worth saving the 50 bucks, bro? Just That's pay the it. 50 bucks. Just a stranger in the there getting way. you a bacon, egg, and cheese? Bro, I feel the same way about connecting flights. If it's reasonable. Yeah. Like, if if the difference between me going direct and connecting a flight is like $200, I'm going to pay the 200 Yeah. Now, if it's like $900, I'll be like, all right, I'll do a layover. But the first time I ever came to Vegas, Kel, I did a layover in Detroit for four and a half hours to save $140. Oh God. My friend and I drank at the bar at the airport. We had like an, an eight. We had like close to like a $200 tab. So I was like, yeah, we basically just paid the connected flight. Yep. <laughs> I was like, we're idiots. Yeah. hundred <laughs> percent. Like, no, no, I, so you learn your lesson people. That's, that's the whole point of this. Conversation. When I flew out of Connecticut, I hated it. Like going from Bristol back here. Mm. Because it was all connected, connecting Charlotte or Detroit. And I added so much time. I would rather drive down to New York. Yeah. Fly out of JFK direct. Yeah. And just get here. Yes. A hundred percent. I'll take the drive. A hundred percent. I'll say what up to people in New York, see my fam, go get to the airport and just fly. Like, I don't want two planes. Yeah. Yeah. When I went to, when I went. Columbia was two planes. Yeah. Yeah. But. What I did with Columbia was different because flying from here to Columbia, I had to connect in like San Francisco because Isaiah in the control room, he had told me about the flight that he was going. And it was cheaper for me to go Vegas to New York and then leave from New York to Medellin. And New York to Medellin was a direct flight. Yeah. But it was so much more cheaper doing it that way. And then what I did was I kind of just spent like the the 10 days that I was away from from Vegas. The first weekend I was in New York then midweek I was in Columbia and then the weekend before I came back, I was in New York. So it was, was kind of like an extended yeah. connected flight. So That's I always, I always try to save money, but if I can save time, I prefer that. I say the king of Columbia. <laughs> this, A little bit. How did I not know this? I'll say I'm the prince. Oh, all right. The prince of Columbia. We, we got a link. Uh, what are, if you had to give your four horror movies, Isaiah, what are they? Uh, off the top of your your head for Halloween, I'm not too much into horror movies, but one of the movies that like literally scared the shit out of me growing up, movie called The Fourth. I don't know if y'all watched that at all, but it was like, yo, I think I've seen the trailer for that shit. And was, Alien movies are weird, and it was based on a true story, so that's why more shook all the time. <laughs> But another one I'll say was The Conjuring. I'm, yep. 
when they first and in the corner. And other than that, I'm more into like scary movie, like parodies and everything. I was actually watching the scary second one today. Scary movie two better than scary movie one, by the way. Yeah. Those are the best two, though. Oh, 100 percent, 100 percent. I put scary movie two up there, especially the and one scene that they had. Yeah, totally forgot about <laughs> that. <laughs> so I watched it the other day, and that. Had- Yo, the tiny hand. There's so much just good shit in Scary Movie 2. And we talk about it all the time, like, yo, sequels better than the originals. I always forget about Scary Movie. Yeah. Like, Scary Movie 2 is definitely way better than the original. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. All right, so let me get to the tougher question of the bunch. Halloween candy. Your four go-tos. You had to choose four. Like, money's no object. You you know, you trick-or-treating as a little kid. You running yeah. through. I don't know how you did it where you grew up, but we just had pillowcases. No people didn't have bags. So you run with your little pillowcase. They fill it up. You get home, you be like, ah. You see these... Your four go-tos. Mine are easy because I eat all these candies to this day. Mine are, mine are a little bit of the same, too. Swedish fish, okay. individually wrapped. Swedish fish. You low-key only get those from the bodega because now they just come in the bag like like uh, Sour Patch Kids. Yeah. Nah, individually wrapped joints. They were five cents from the bodega or one cent if you're mad old. Those those were the joints. Swedish Swedish fish. I need Reese's peanut butter cups. I don't even like peanut butter like that, low key, but those are different. <laughs> I need crunch bars. And this is my caveat crunch slash three musketeers. I'm going like chocolate bars. Those are my two. People front on three musketeers. I'd always clean up. Yo, y'all don't want those? Give me that. And then last one is I need airheads. When we had the airhead, the small individually wrapped joints in studio, boy, y'all ain't bring that shit back here in months. I haven't seen it here in nine months because I know everyone was tight. 
I was eating eight airheads a show when I was up in here. So the individually wrapped airheads clutch and you always go for the mystery flavor. Always. Those are the four. And if candy corn made y'all list, we're banning you from the studio. Oh, damn. All right. I'm not going to go that crazy, bro. I'm trying to remember the, it was like a yellow. It was like, uh, the Simpsons used to always eat it. Butterfingers. Yes. Yeah. Butterfingers were my shit. <laughs> Fucking love Butterfingers, bro. Uh, I haven't seen a Butterfinger in years. How about this? How about this? Probably on my Mount Rushmore, maybe the first candy that goes up there, Mike and Ike's. Ooh. I fucking loved Mike and Ike's, bro. To this day, Mike and Ike's is just like, yeah, I'll that's go. A movie Anytime I go to Target or CVS or Walgreens, anything like that, when you go to the register, yep. when they have them, I always take it back. Always. I just have to. Fucking love Mike My and hot Ike's. take, Mike and Ike's hit different. There's something about it at movie theater. Because if you get them from, like, line or something, they're not as soft. They're always, like, kind of hard. It's a crapshoot. Yeah. They're not even that sweet. The movie theater version hits so much different. Mm. Just next, it takes, they're good no matter what. Takes it up. It's like McDonald's Sprite. Movie theater Mike and Ice <laughs> hit different than anywhere else. Yo, you're so right about Yo, McDonald's yeah. Sprite, bro. It's like Damn. Regal paid extra under the table. Yeah. Some shit, like, you know. We need the best batches of Mike and Ike's to come through here. But, yeah, I can't even front on that, Mike and Ike's. Mike and Ike's, Butterfingers. I also like sour candy. So, like, Warheads. Okay. Remember Warheads? Crybabies. Yeah. Oh. Or, like, the teardrop ones. Crybabies were the Like, best. those. Not, those Warheads were, were just sour for the sake of being sour. Yeah, yeah, Crybabies yeah. actually tasted good. And then uh, I kind of like Sprees. Okay. Sprees were... You have good choices in candy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those, those would be... My bunch. And I'm not even like a chocolate fan, but the Butterfingers used to. And then I'd say like honorable mention would be Twix. Okay. I don't eat nuts or caramel. So like a lot of like Twix was like like Halloween candy is off the table. Isaiah, what you got? If if we had to go candy. Don't disappoint me, Isaiah. Candy, that's going to be kind of easy, I would say. So my first one would be the cookies and cream Hershey's. That would probably be my favorite after that. Trick-or-treating in the rich neighborhoods. Cookies and cream Hershey's. I didn't didn't trick-or-treat too much, but that would be my go-to candy. Uh, Reese's peanut butter cups also. Okay. Um, Sour Patch Kids, watermelon ones. Ooh. Then fourth would be Twix, I would say. And my honorable mention, it wouldn't be too much from trick-or-treating, but whenever you would, like, knock down a pinata as a kid, I don't know if they have it. I don't know if it was just like California thing or Mexican thing where they'll have the straw. Yeah, it was like a strawberry um, flavored candy. It was wrapped like in a strawberry pack. Yep. Those no. honorable oh, mentions. Yo, I know fire. exactly what you're talking ones. about. Yeah, the top is uh, green and yeah. twisted. Yeah. And you got to yeah. untwist it, but it's yes. shaped like a strawberry. Love those ones. My grandma would always have some in her purse. Damn. Old ladies, all old Spanish always. ladies had that shit in their purse. Fire. Fire. I don't yeah, even know where you find those. Right those might be number one. I don't even, and they melt different. Yeah. Yeah, I just sleeper. looked it up. They're just known as like strawberry hard candy. That's, <laughs> they don't even got a brand. Like a on Amazon, that's what it is. Like that's what they're, they're called. Yo, those were so good. Damn, those were fire. Yeah, that shit will take my back. back in memory right now. I'm yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> 
Yo, that that is real. You said in the pinata. Yeah, if a pinata got that, <laughs> then we we struck gold. That was a good time. As if a kid. pinata had that, yeah. Oh my god. So yo, you don't like candy corn? No, I don't do candy corn at all. No, nah. no, it's it's horrific. I think it's arguably the worst thing people feed children. Candy corn is kind of crazy. Yeah, I don't know who like developed this. I don't like black licorice either. Like, there's people who eat black licorice or like the black licorice gummy. Like uh, jelly beans and shit, and I just throws me all the way off. Like, how? How are you human being enjoying this? Candy corn's worse than that. Kind of into candy corn, bro. What? <laughs> yeah. What? The texture is not good. Yo, it's just does it taste good? I don't know. I kind of enjoy it. Maybe it's because it's seasonal. Like, I'm not looking for them in April. Okay. Right, but when it's there, actually, I went by uh, Jeremiah's house, who's over here at the studio couple weeks ago and he just had a bowl and like i was just like oh shit i haven't seen these in a while and i just grabbed a handful he's like you like them i was like hey he's like the wife fucking loves them but i hate these shit <laughs> i was like you know, i'll put a dent in it bro i'm also the most dude i'm the simplest eater of all time like number one i'm not picky about it hot cold if i come to your crib you're like yo i've had this in the fridge for like a week i'll open it if it if it's not green and rotten, I'll still eat it. Like I'm not, <laughs> I'm not picky at all, bro. So like candy corn, it's it's that dope. Is I fuck extremely with it. odd given that like your dad owns like food truck, <laughs> food truck. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. like you're privy to some pretty yo, damn good food all your life. And yo, my dad, polar opposite. Like my my dad's he the type of dude to be. Yeah, yeah, my dad's the type to be like, yo, yo, this ain't hot enough. Give it back to the waiter. I'm like, yo, dad, you know what they do back there? He's like, I don't care. I need my food to be right. <laughs> so. Yo. Polar opposite, yes, bro. He's a man yeah. with a good palate. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, for sure. He, he understands this. Yeah, yeah. That's but I, so... I, I enjoy candy corn. Like candy corn. Not it's like... not my number one. Oh, y'all, you know, gun to my head. I gotta pick this candy. Nah, but if it's available, I'll have it and I'll enjoy it. Yeah, I won't even touch it. Like, and I'll eat like a row of peeps during like Easter or something. Yeah, like it's seasonal. I get it. I'll, I'll do the peeps a neutral color, none of the weird ass flavor. Um, yeah, that's, that's about it. Like I, candy corn is just, I don't know who likes that. Like who's, <laughs> but you're not even asking for it. Yeah. Like who walks true. into the party and be like, who got the candy corn though? Yeah. That's a good point. I don't know anyone that's done that, but nah, if, it, if it's there, I'll have some. It's not like Starbucks is running to make a candy corn latte. Yeah, that's true. Pumpkin spice though. That's like, oh, that's everywhere. Yeah. But that brings me to my next topic. Okay. So, it just triggered the memory. Will, I was going to do favorite Halloween costumes, but I figure we'll just talk about a Halloween costumes to end the show. Now, one thing I've seen, and I was watching How I Met Your Mother like two days ago, and it was a Halloween episode, and it was on there. And she had me dying, because he was like, a girl's costume is the easiest thing to pick out. Because you just pick out a normal occupation and make it slutty. Mm. So he was like, slutty nurse. Slutty. And then uh, they started calling Ted's chick that he was looking for the slutty pumpkin. Because <laughs> <she was, laughs> it was just a pumpkin outfit. He was like, no, it's the slutty pumpkin. So I was like, yo, that's, that's wild. Everyone, I feel like, has a story. Halloween, most people go out chilling. Is there ever a time where you showed up and you looked at a girl's costume where you were just like, Yo, this is wild. Of where, like, maybe you're dating her or someone, like, 
You're going to meet a chick, and you're just like, oh, her costume is just like bonkers for good or bad. Dude, one of my friends, his well, his ex girlfriend now, she's a makeup artist. She did uh, poison ivy, but like body painted the whole shit. It was wicked. Like she was, I think she was only wearing like underwear, but everything else was like, and and it was like thick layered paint. Like it was, she, it took her, I think close to eight hours. I was like, damn, that's like a Finn Balor back piece. Yeah, I was going to say she's doing the full Finn Balor. Yo, for real. But that was, that was the craziest one. But that was more like, yo, how bad do you want to be at this party tonight? Because we went, we had went out. It was, by the way, the worst night I think of my life ever going out. We went out for <laughs> Halloween in uh, the meatpacking district. And that was like, we had paid for our table beforehand. Still took us like an hour and a half to get in. Like, it was just one of the worst nights ever. I felt worse for the people I was with because they went like above and beyond with their costumes. I went as Rowdy Piper. I showed you the picture. It's <laughs> so, like I was chilling the whole time. But it was also cold that night, too. And she didn't want to wear nothing because, like, it was going to ruin the paint. That was the most impressive costume I think I've ever seen. That shit was wild, bro. Eight hours. That shit's nuts. Eight hours, yeah. It's crazier because she drew it on herself. Yeah, until until the back part, everything else she was doing. And the back part was, like, very, like, basic. Yeah. So I think her friend did it, who wasn't really a makeup artist, but it was, you know, just kind of paint over it. But everything else was, like, super detailed. The whole face, too, was wild. She yeah. dyed her hair. Like, it was crazy. Crazy. That's Head to toe, bro. Insanely invested in yeah. Halloween when you dye your hair for it. Yeah. It was or, like, cut your hair to match the costume. Yeah. You're now, like, in different depths of Halloween fandom. To be fair, one day, uh, I forgot it was 2017. This is before I knew E. And I'm not sure if I've ever shown E these photos. But uh, me and Dre had the pot already, and I grew my hair out when I had hair. Uh, I still have hair, but my hairline was in much better condition. And I grew my hair out for two months so I can cut it like Big E. And I was Big E with the singlet, New Day logo. All I, I was Big E for Halloween. And so I guess I was very invested because I had to walk around normal fucking public with somewhat of a mini fro. I had never grown my hair out in my life. Not even that long. Yeah, just the, so I could be big. The people that start planning their costume from like June yeah. and July and they're saying, yo, I'm not going to get a haircut. Or my I'm wife gonna, is low key that person. I'm going to grow my hair out so that it's lengthy. Like that is always that commitment. Yeah, for commitment sure. Commitment to man. the gimmick. For sure. So I've only done it once, but. I guess I can understand where she was coming from. No, I've seen a girl, and this shit's wild. But I've seen two girls, and I was growing up. Was I here? Might have been in Vegas. How long have you been in Vegas for? Back and forth for years. So I went from New York to Vegas, high school in Vegas. Went back like every break, and then went to college in Utah back to Vegas for a year, college in Kansas, back to Vegas, to Connecticut, Vegas. So I was always bouncing back. Mm. Um, cost of living was cheap, and I was broke. So it was, Bro, I'm, I'm, it was a I'm great just, place. I'm just starting to make money now, and I fucking love it here because yeah. of the cost of living. Coming from New York, like I just recently, I know I don't want to get too off topic, but 
I posted something on my Instagram a couple of days ago about it was like a twenty five hundred dollar apartment in uh, Brooklyn. It's this is a mansion. Like the size of this room is a mansion compared to what. Yeah. Literally just the kitchen, bathroom, and living room and bedroom is all in like the same same view. Twenty five hundred. Twenty five hundred. And people that You literally I've, still gotta probably have a girlfriend and split split bills oh, rented. Yeah, for sure. And you have no space at all. So all my friends that I've made out here in Vegas, they would always hear these stories about rent in New York City and in the five boroughs and you know, it's it's five thousand dollars a month. You need four roommates, and you got like that corner over there, and yeah. don't come into this corner because this is my area. And you kind of live just like friends, yeah, living single, yeah. yeah. You live on top of one another. And I was telling them, yo, it's like that. <laughs> it's like that for real. Or families who have four generations, like yeah. in one crib. Yeah, it's crazy, man. I love it, but yeah. now this is this is where I want to be. Yeah, and I think I think I was out here. And I saw there were girls who had a tandem outfit. And so they were supposed to be Siamese twins. And so they went and it was weird because Fredericks of Hollywood was a thing. So they tried to do sexy Siamese twins. <laughs> like, it's like, all right. And we were younger, like they weren't too big. So they had the corset and a, my daughter, like, ordered one from online or some shit for a vampire costume or something. It made me laugh, and it reminded me of this. So they got a corset. It had to be, like, a 2X corset or something. Whatever. Fredericks Hollywood's, like, biggest size. So they could wrap both of themselves in the one corset, and it had the fucking little joints in the back where you just click into each other. And it wasn't, like, the, the lace-up. Mm. It was just the easy hooks. And it was, like, 20 of them motherfuckers. Strap both of themselves into it with their arm in the corset so that they have just one arm out. So they're Siamese twins. They had pants that were pretty normal, but they put both of their pants, one leg in both pant legs on the one middle side. And I don't know what the, maybe they tucked the other leg into the corset. I don't know. Somehow they made it kind of work. Again, they did the hair the same, all this stuff. And, they're walking, and it was like a good party. Everyone's drinking and shit, and we're playing a drinking game, and I remember it was the funniest shit because everyone's at a table playing like King's Cup or something. Everyone's at the table, and we're all chilling, drinking, and someone yells the girl on the right's name, and she completely forgets about her costume, where the fuck she was, completely forgets. Hey, turns, like, to the right to look at them. The other girl does not move. She turns the whole shit. You hear every one of the snaps in the back, <laughs> like a fucking shower curtain coming down. Whole shit rips. Entire thing. Rips off the back. The girl goes to the right. Now, when the shit rips the left the girl on the left side the shit rips from around front of her comes off this way i don't know where we're in high school or or something and back in high school like everyone wore bras in high school because i was in high school in like the early 2000s 
I think not wearing a bra is like a new thing. I don't know if it couldn't fit because they had, she had no bra on. The fucking thing whips. She realizes this, covers up the momentum of her ripping her right arm to help cover her chest, sets off a boomerang fucking effect. The rest of this 2X accordion-like chest contraption goes. And the girl on the right, this shit whips her in the face. The, it was like watching someone get slapped by Ric Flair. Like a Ric Flair chop to this girl's face Jeez. with this corset. Wraps around. So you just think, normal. Hey, she never sees that shit coming. Comes all the way from the left side. Bomb hits her all in the grill, and I don't know what the fuck it left the biggest mark on her face, and everyone pauses. There's not no one says shit. Pauses. One person in the crew is like, "Damn!" And this girl cries oh. out of sheer embarrassment. I, I, love, I love that guy because I did that to one of my <laughs> friends. Now it's his fiance. Yo, oh, but no. the first time that they hung out. So like when I, um, I was kind of a piece of shit when I was in college. <laughs> yeah, sorry. All But uh, it was around the time when Project X came out. Remember oh, that movie? Love Project X. All right. So Watch my, this shit once a year. My grandma, my grandma goes to Greece every summer. And she, um, she goes to Greece and she has a dope-ass crib in Jamaica, Queens. And I'm 19, 20 years old. I know oh, I'm not 21 yet. I know for a fact I'm not 21 yet. But it's around the time where I came back from college and went up to Buffalo for college, Buffalo State, shout out the Bengals. Um, so I come back, and guess who's house-sitting? The boy. So I have a couple of my buddies over. I was like, yo, let's throw a party tonight. right? Now, mind you, my grandma's crib it was basically out of a horror movie. Like, there's no TV. There's no fucking, like, there's no cable. It's, it's like the movie Grandma's Boy, where he had to, like, move in and bring all his shit. Yo, kind of, bro. Yeah. Like, there's no air conditioning. She has no heat in the winter. Like, it's some, like, Amish shit that she loses. There's no radiator? Nothing, bro. Nothing. So, anyway. Your grandfather built this shit by hand. So, we probably, we had, like, close to 80 people come to this party. And I remember because one of my buddies, Ferg, we made him the bouncer because he's, like, 6'4", and he was, like, 260. And uh, he used to play baseball, so he bought the pitch clock, the pitch <laughs> counter. So, everybody that was coming in, he was hitting, and it, we got up to 80 people. And uh, we're in the backyard, and the girl goes to sit on my boy's lap, like, try to be sexy and shit, and she falls over. And everyone's like, you know, she's, she's like a 13 out of 10. Beautiful girl. I just walk over. I'm hammered. I just go, oh, this must be so awkward. <laughs> Yo. And she looked at me, started crying, got up and left. My friend is like, I was like, bro, if it's meant to be, she'll come back. <laughs> Guess what? It was it's meant, meant to be. be. <laughs> Fiance and they, have, and, they have, early. and they have two kids together so yeah. shout so, out to them too they know who they are yo, the embarrassment is the key and i was just from that day on me and my wife again do costumes every year bro never in my life ever and i saw this shit like 16 never will i do a tandem costume <laughs> now 
Like, I'm not being the front or the back of a horse's yeah, ass. Yeah, no, because yeah. shit can go real wrong, and I've seen it. And the sheer embarrassment goes to the point of, I think she came back to school, like, the next week. And it's it's like high school. Like, everybody got nicknames. Um, people called her Snaps for a smooth six months. Fire, bro. That's how I got to be. I don't remember her fucking name now. <laughs> I just... I just know it snaps. And there was a kid, Stripes. So, like, we'd be like, yo, Stripes, she snaps. And then we'd be like, nah, I don't know where she's at. We just start fucking dying. <laughs> but legit, it's just snaps because that shit snapped off and snapped her in the face. And she cried. And I was like, yo, if she would just sat there and laughed and, like, kept drinking, like someone would have gave her a shirt, everything would have been fine. Yeah. The sheer embarrassment of it made it worse. And then from that day on, I was like, no. Choosing a sexy Halloween costume, come back, hit you in the face. You got to be careful. Sometimes you can just be a normal fucking Siamese twin. Get a big T-shirt, put both your necks in a hole. Pretty yeah. easy. Uh, Try to be sexy with a corset at 16. Yeah. Slap you in the face. Dude, I, I've, I hit like a seven-year span where I was a wrestler for Halloween. My friends and I did DX. We did NWO. Like I said, Rowdy Piper the night we went out into the city. Uh, my favorite one was Al Snow because that one was, I feel like the coolest costumes are the ones that number one, you don't need to tell someone who you are, right? Yeah. Like that's like the best one. And number two, the, the lower the budget, the better. Like, yeah. I took a white t-shirt that I had. I wrote job squad, right? A 1-800-JOB-SQUAD or whatever I put, 1-2-3-JOB-SQUAD, uh, I went and bought a $20 WWE championship belt from like Toys R Us. And I fucking, I put bottle caps, uh, tea bags, aspirin bottles, <laughs> real hardcore fucking a condom just dangling <laughs> like the hardcore title looked. And then I bought a wig. And uh, when I bought the wig, I went to like one of those like beauty shops. Yeah. So I told the girl and she was so confused. I was like, can I get the mannequin also? <laughs> She's like, what? I was like, I want the wig and the mannequin. mannequin yep. She's like, I don't know if it's for sale. I was like, do you have any for sale? She's like, are you serious? I was like, yeah. It's like, okay. And then I got it. So I wrote, uh, I wrote help, help me yep. on my forehead and on the, on, on, on the wig. And uh, it was dope, man. Cause like, dude, I was using it as like an escort through the bar to like get to the front of the bar. I was just going just out there, lead blocking just with the moving head. Away. They were just moving away. And I got so much love for that costume, bro. Cause dude, if you think about it, right? Like our, our generation, I feel like at some point you watched wrestling. Oh yeah. Because the attitude era was the shit. So if you were anybody from that era, like people just always would show love. And my, my one friend's, uh, my one group of friends, they did the Dudley Boys, and they did, like, Spike also. Oh, shit. So, like, that one was dope. Um, we've done uh, we've done Right to Censor. Right? We've done... We've done uh, the cut-off sleeves. Yeah, we've done time. everything. We've done Hardy Boys, like, Yo, everything, bro. My, my favorite costumes, especially, like, pro wrestling ones, are, like, ones that are easily recognizable, but that everyone doesn't know. So, like, Al Snow is really, like, some shit, like, oh, like... Yo, you're about that life because yeah, Al yeah, Snow, yeah, like, yo, yeah. Al Snow was my dude back then. Like, if you if you do like, if, we would if, start. if I showed up as Mark Henry, but I had the hand. Oh yeah, where May Young gave birth to the hand. Like that's like some deep cut shit where people are just like, I know it. That's yeah. dope. Sexual chocolate. Yeah, I just remember just being at the bar too, and like my friends were just yo, what does everybody want? And I was just. <laughs> 
go up with that. And then, yo, the whole bar was saying it too. The whole bar knew it. And then I was just over there like that. Yo, it was hilarious. Dude, we did you that like out getting pops in the middle. Bro, of the it was, I felt like the man, bro. It was the best. It was the best. Yeah, so many good times. That's the way when I we feel were like DX, a good we, we were DX and we had the glow sticks. So when we would go through bars, like the bars, you know, they close the, the the lights and whatnot, and they're partying and dancing. We'd have the glow sticks, and people thought we were bouncers at one point because <laughs> my friend Ferg, you know, six four two sixty, he'd always be like lead blocker, and then we'd just be behind them, dressed in all black with the with the DX, the neon green. Oh man, those kind of good times, bro. Good times. <laughs> I wanted to be Finn Balor one year and do the whole like oh the whole, whole back piece and shit, and I wanted to get shredded. Didn't get shredded. Didn't do Finn Balor because I feel like you got to be shredded. <laughs> Yeah, you got to do it right. You're in good shape now. Yeah, now it's now it's a little better. Yeah, maybe next, next year. year. Yeah, do a, right. one more year yeah, worth do of jujitsu. Yeah, do a do a weight cut <laughs> again. The, the old man is in New York trying to hold it down. Give you guys great content in the meantime while he is gone. But again, make sure you support him, Big E, Johnny, and their endeavors in our heroes rock. Um, Bridges, the the first uh, short film from that series coming out this weekend and be screened at the festival. They had to get a bigger room in New York because so many people wanted to see this uh, special. So it's going to be very, very cool. The beginning of, of great success for, for those fellas out there. So want to hold it down. Make sure you guys got this episode. I'll be bringing you a pro wrestling episode later on in the week as well. So make sure you guys look out for that one. Plenty to talk about there. Halloween Havoc night two. And NXT, AEW with some really good matches. Uh, wow, I went to the New Japan show here in Vegas. That was really fun. Shout out to Reverse Rat Pack. It was me, Dre, Big Mac, and Justin Ivey. Went to that one. That was extremely fun. And Raw, you know, we have Raw pay-per-view preparing coming up here shortly. AEW pay-per-view coming up here shortly. Plenty to talk about in both promotions. So still some good content later on in the week. We appreciate you guys for listening. As always, make sure you follow us on all social media platforms. Give us a like and subscribe wherever you guys listen to podcasts as well. It's always greatly appreciated. For everyone here at Blue Iris Studios and Wind Resort in Las Vegas, for myself, Kel Dansby. Until next time, I'm out.